writing tracks. How to write anything. Okay, so following on what we introduced in the previous episode, today, in this episode, we're going to turn our attention to what make, makes a text coherent. Now, what well, basically, I mean, there are many things that would make a text coherent and it integrates uh, lots and lots of things. It integrates spelling, vocabulary, the lexis that you use, the syntax and the word order in which these words that you present, these ideas are connected. It involves the grammar, making sure that you have a subject-verb agreement, that the tenses are produced in the corresponding tense. There are lots and lots of things that would make sure or reinforce the idea that your text is coherent. So basically, whenever you walk into an English class, this is what you're going to be working on. So the exercises that you're going to be doing on vocabulary or grammar or syntax or spelling, all the games that your teacher is designing for you, they're all geared towards a single goal, making sure that your ideas are coherent, that there is no ambiguity, that if you are talking about the past, you are expressing the past correctly, that if you want to frame it with the past continuous, that that's going to make sense, etc. So that's not the objective of this episode or of this podcast. So the first idea, bear in mind, spelling, punctuation, grammar, vocabulary, word, order, all the things that you are doing with your teacher are geared towards that goal. But, so that's the very first thing. But there is a very important second idea to consider. The idea that coherence is subjective. So something that would make sense to me doesn't necessarily need to make sense to you. And that is... A, a very strong point we really need to understand. I mean, I think that all of us cognitively understand this concept, but then emotionally or whatever, sometimes we don't really realize. And this is going to be very important to consider and to be humble about it. Something that makes sense to me doesn't need to make sense to another person. And likewise, if I receive or if I am reading a text and it makes no sense to me, it just could mean that, that doesn't make sense to me. I was thinking off the top of my head, if I am reading, I don't know, a text on the theory of relativity, for example, I'm sure <laughs> it's going to be absolutely coherent, but it wouldn't really need to make sense to me. But most often than not, the problem is that the text is going to have some flaw in uh, the way in which it is written. But just bearing that in mind, coherence is subjective. Now, how can we help a person who may or may not understand what we are writing or talking about? How can we understand them? Because in the end of the day, it's our responsibility as writers to try and write as clear a paragraph as possible. So, well, obviously we need to get our audience in mind. If I'm a theoretical physicist and I'm writing to another theoretical physicist, I can get some licenses and I can do, I mean, I can get away with murder and it can be obscure, but I can rest sure the other person is going to understand what I'm trying to communicate. 
However, if I'm writing a text on advanced chemistry to the general public, or this uh, theoretical physics, I will need to make sure that an average person would understand. And that's why, in order to achieve coherence and uh, for our text to be coherent, that's why it really helps writing coherent paragraphs. That's what we discussed when we said, let's use a strategy, let's use the peel strategy, let's have a strong topic sentence, let's have relevant supporting sentences. An important thing here is to be able to, for these supporting sentences to stay on topic. And let's also have a logical order in which we present our ideas. This logical order could be, so if we're telling a story, Telling that story in chronological order really helps. If we are describing a place, having an organized system of going through the space we are describing, it also helps. So we can begin from left to right, from right to left, bottom to top, foreground to background. Having some sort of organized system will really help the reader understanding whatever it is we're trying to transmit. And also, as we've discussed, we could conclude a paragraph with a link that will either wrap up what our message is or could introduce the next paragraph. Okay, so that's a way to perhaps aiming towards achieving coherence. So the topic sentence was described in previous episodes, so we're not going to drill on that. But how about the relevant supporting sentences? And the main idea here is managing to stay on topic. So we're going to have an episode on how to do that, you know, and that will be the, the, the main idea for the next episode. I'm going to give you a task or a challenge. I'll give you a topic sentence. You'll, ha- you'll help me creating a coherent paragraph based on it. Hi, I'm Mada Jurado, the person behind this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Writing Tricks. I'll be back with new episodes pretty soon. You can find more Writing Tricks on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or your favorite podcast directory. Some of you have asked me how to help this podcast. Well, if you find the tricks interesting and you want them to keep coming to your phone, the best way to make sure that this happens is to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. Of course, don't forget to follow it on Twitter and on Facebook at Writing Tricks and on Instagram at Writing Tricks FM. I'll meet you there and I'll see you next time. In the meantime, remember, there are easy tricks to learn how to write anything.